This is a Dauntless Media Collective podcast. Visit dauntless.fm for more content. And welcome back for another episode of Leaving the Village. I'm your host, Kathleen Reynolds. And I am your host, Jessica Goforth. And we're back. It has been a whole minute. A couple whole minutes. Couple whole minutes. (laughs) (laughs) We have been. uh, We've had good reasons. Yes, we've had good reasons. Um, We've had a lot going on in our our personal lives, and we have had um, other projects that we have got in the works in the background that we've been working on. But we we're still here, and we are back with. More breaking news. This seems to be what pulls us out of the woodwork every time. Well, it's funny because it's one of those things where it's like, we haven't recorded it for a while, but this is like right on topic and it's pretty mm-hmm. big and we have to say something. Yeah, it is. And so. we were excited because, you know, Kathleen and I are friends. So we always talk, you know, on the phone from time to time uh, regularly. Right. And, um, yeah, the other day I was like, Kathleen, <laughs> have you seen yep. the news? <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, I got I got an email or text from early, early in the morning from a dear friend of mine. And uh, he had been putting little bugs in my ear for the last year or so, um, almost two years, saying there's a documentary in the works. Right. Can't say anything, but like we're really excited, and I think it's going to be good. And and I was excited to hear more, but I hadn't heard from him in a while. And um, he texts me like early in the morning. I think it was Wednesday morning this past week, and was like, "It's here. The documentary trailer is here." And he like dropped it into my DMs, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, okay." So. I'm sitting at my work desk, you know, like not even thinking. Like I should have thought that I would need to be prepared for what was going to happen when I watched it. You should have known better. I should have known better, <laughs> but I didn't. And I just hit play. And it was like world domination was the goal. And I was like, fuck yeah. Okay. All right. We're going straight like, yep, there. Yes, it was. <laughs> We're going straight there. <laughs> Which is not a topic that we have talked about. No. And it's actually a really good thing for us to eventually, like, mm-hmm. we're going to obviously go through every episode. And we might have a two-part, two-parter for each episode. I don't know. It depends on how deep we end up going into it. But yeah. um, one of the very real goals of ATI was to get students into state governance into washington yeah and into places where they would be the ones making the policies right well let's get into that in a minute because i just want to first like set the scene here so if you haven't heard if this is just your like leaving the village is in your queue and it pops up and you're like oh a new episode of leaving the village here we go and you hit play and you're like they're talking about a documentary. What are they talking about? We're talking about the new documentary 
on Amazon Prime called Shiny Happy People. And it is the Duggar story. It's basically the behind the scenes, the Duggar family secrets. And I think that's how they're billing it because that's the name everybody knows. That's the thing that people are like, oh, you know, there's this, there's this family, there's the show, we know about them, we've seen this in the news, we've watched the show or seen buzz about the show. Everybody knows who, well, a lot of people know who the Duggars are. So we've covered them a ton on this podcast. But I think what, what I wanted to say that surprised me when I hit play, you know, I expected the stuff about the Duggars, but immediately they went into, this is the, this is what's behind the Duggars. This is what the Duggars is mm-hmm. about. It's this thing called IBLP, this cult that they were in. And then it's images of Bill Gothard. It's images of the choirs that you and I are in and like it's all that we're probably back there in some of the pictures oh I know I am <laughs> yeah I'm curious to see what footage they end up using what archive footage they end up using right. the choirs I'm definitely in I'm in every single Knoxville choir that ever was um because I was during in during that exact period of time so I've known for over a year that this was coming um because I, on and off, I'm in contact with Katie Joy, and as a result, I she tells me things sometimes about things that are coming along or, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. she told me that there were two documentaries in the works, which is true. There's another one that... The trailer will be dropping in June. And that one was going to be done from the the perspective, like the the hook was going to be the Duggars. Right. Mm-hmm. It was going to be about ATI, but the hook that they're using to, gr- to draw the public in was the Duggars. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't surprised that they went like right into all of the ATI IBLP stuff that was not a, a shocker to me. Right. Um, and I was surprised at how well, how well done everything was in a short trailer. It wasn't even an extended trailer. It was just a short trailer and it was boom, boom, boom. Like mm-hmm. all of the, all of these power hitters right there. Yeah. Um, and so let me say, real quick before we get further into it that we will cover this we will cover the next documentary and then there's a book coming out I believe in August that is about a lot of female ATI survivors and yes we will cover that as well yeah um so this is a big Alexis is summer as far as Yes, Alexis is, is involved in mm-hmm. the book. And so this is a really big summer as far as kind of exposing ATI go, goes, yep. which is great. And we will be here for all of it. Yeah. I think it gets frustrating for all of us when I keep seeing the, the people that were involved in this documentary, like going, 
how many ways and how many t- times can we say they're not a church? Right. It's not a church. It's not a church. <laughs> I know. Let's be clear about that. It's a cult. It's not a short church. Yep. It's not there. It's not like a denomination nope. or and it's not a religion. Nope. It's, it's a, a cult. parachurch and organization that became a cult. Yes. If you guys want to see some drama, go to the Facebook page for Amazon Prime and look at the comments under the shiny happy the, people trailer. <laughs> the trailer, yeah. Yep. It gets interesting. And yeah. um there are a lot of people who are like, well, I went to that once in the 70s and it was all biblical and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, you went once in the 70s. Fab. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> If you we were a boomer so. in the 70s, you went to a bus- basic seminar. If you were a Christian and you yeah. attended any sort of mainstream evangelical church in the U.S. in the 70s, you went to a basic you seminar. Went. Mm-hmm. My parents did. And I think it was early, or I was like 81, 80, 81 that my parents went. Yeah. What people don't realize, so A, it's the same seminar. Like, mm-hmm. the seminar that I went to in the 90s was, exi- like, it was taped yeah. from an earlier seminar. Yeah. It's the same exact seminar. He didn't change and then, an iota. Anything. Not one thing. No, he gave it over and over book. and over and over again. Same textbook, same work, same stories, everything, same illustrations, same principles, same outline, same everything. Like you could take your notebook from the seventies, go to a seminar in the early nineties, and it was exactly the the same. Yeah, you would, you could, word for word, all the notes would be identical. So and two. That what you see in the basic is the tip of the iceberg. Oh, yeah. Even though there are plenty of things in the basic that are mainstream evangelical. evangelical. They're just kind of. Well, well, there are plenty of things even in all of that that are non-biblical, but they're, they're, they're presented in such a way that people like normal reasonable people take them with a grain of salt mm-hmm. yeah um, but they're not intended to be taken with a grain of salt they're intended to be taken very literally right and that after the basic seminar what mo- the vast majority of people who did not go to the basic seminar um is the advanced seminar mm-hmm. and in the advanced seminar it starts to get more trippy and that's where there's a lot more um, blatantly, like, twisted, scriptural, like, weird stuff where oh, yeah. you're already, like, you've already bitten enough to go to the second seminar, which means that you're already mm-hmm. accepting it with a certain level of, of gravitas. Right. And then... This is the next level. And then after that, you generally join ATI. And if you have kids got, and you want to homeschool. Right. Yeah. And you've got the new family mm-hmm. seminar. And then they turn up the heat a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's not until you really get into the seminars that were designed for the teens and the young adults mm-hmm. that the really crappy stuff comes. So if somebody went to mm-hmm. a, a 
basic seminar once in the 70s or five times in the 70s. I don't care. But especially just once where all they remember is whatever you're going to remember from a week-long right? seminar one-off. 40 years ago? 40 years ago. I'm sorry. Ago. <laughs> I Actually, I'm not even sorry. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Right? You know nothing no. of which you speak. No. Nothing. We saw this seminar so many times. In our formative years, I was taken at 11 to my first one. My dad kind of snuck me in because you were really supposed to be like 13, 14 before you were really even. This was an adult seminar. It was not pitched to children in any way, shape, or form. Mm -mm. I literally scribbled my little hand until it cramped, you know, trying to keep those nuts. Notes. And every break they had, I would sit there and copy my dad's notes because I'd be so far behind. And at night when I got home, I would sit and copy his notes. For an adult, this is easy note taking. It's straight following what he puts on the screen. It was very, very rote. They wanted you to write stuff down so that you would remember it. Because you remember it better. Yeah, you remember it better and it would go in differently. And so they had you writing a lot of it. And, um, but for a child, that was a lot to write and it hit me differently. And I look back, you know, at those first few seminars, I went to at least three before I was 15 because they just take you back because that was one of the tricks that Bill had was with the basic seminar is once you'd been once you could go back for free as a way to put butts in the seats. And the more people yep. that were there, the bigger the crowd felt to the more energy in the room, blah, blah, blah. Right. It was one of his tricks. And so, you know, having alumni there was a way of just like, it was another feather in his cap. And you could kind of be like, oh, I'm an alumni. Been here before. Yeah. You know, right. like, I don't even know. It cracks me up that this worked, but it does. It's like straight up human nature to be like, yeah sign me up i'm in i'm in well part of the reason that it worked um here's a little history moment with kit um part of the reason that it worked is that he started the summer in the late 60s and then it really got going in the 70s and mm-hmm. in the 70s there is this um social phenomenon in the united states known as to historians as malaise and the 70s were basically, that was the decade of, well, we've peaked and there's nowhere to go from here. And OPEC is rising our, our oil prices sky high. We, you know, gas is over $2 a gallon, which was Insane. ridiculous yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. We have a series of presidents who don't know what they're doing uh, which was carter well-meaning but had no idea what the heck he was doing and then you have nixon who hello do i need to say anything about that no i don't yeah and then followed by ford who was again just kind of like "Eh?" Mm -hmm. so the only president ladies and gentlemen who was never elected uh look that up if you don't believe me yeah so you have all of these different things back to back to back to back that are happening that are a really big deal. And you've got people who are really just, they become much more interested in A, the here and now, 
So what is going on right now? What can I do now to make my life more worthwhile? That's why you see all of these gyms and weight loss programs coming up in the 70s. And also why you see a heck of a lot of cults. Mm -hmm. Yep. Gaining it was the era of the cult. foothold mm-hmm. in the 70s because Communes. everything else around them, yep. yes, everything else around them is going, well, we have nothing to live for but today, so give me an eternal purpose. Give me something that makes me look forward beyond today because everything else I'm seeing sucks. So Bill Gothard got lucky in that he was really raring and ready to go when the 70s hit. And that's when you see him selling out these 40 and 50 and 60,000 people arenas. And then you've got him as kind of a household name around the evangelical circles. And then as you get into the late 70s and the early 80s, as the religious right starts to come out of the 70s then you have all of these people who are going oh okay now I'm ready to take this a step further a lot of the people went eh it was good for the 70s but I don't really need anything beyond this so I'm out and then you have the other people who are like oh no we need to take this a step further And that's where you get the formation of ATI. That's where you get Mm -hmm. the formation of the extreme right. Mm -hmm. And that's... The moral majority. The whole... Ladies and gentlemen, Mm -hmm. that's how ATI came to be, essentially. It was cashing in on this homeschool era that was pioneered by Bob Jones and his ilk and just he stepped into a void there was no specific homeschooling program for people that were like curriculum designed for homeschoolers and he's like hello here we go right he he provided the first one especially in the uber conservative christian right that that it wasn't here yet so right and not only that but ati started when homeschooling was illegal in yep. most it was illegal in our state until just a couple years before we joined ATI and ATI was in its third year when we joined ATI started when homeschooling was illegal in most states mm-hmm. and it was kind of the well this is what is right so darn it I'm gonna I'm gonna do it and ATI and the Homeschool Legal Defense Association and Bob Jones and Mm -hmm. a second later, Rebecca, Mm -hmm. all stepped in to help Mm -hmm. build that. And they're all fundamentalists. Mm -hmm. They're all um, on the extreme right. And there's some sort of intermingling between most of them. Yep. And... You know, if later on, if you were in ATI and you were supplementing the wisdom booklets, which, again, most families did to some extent. Well, if you it were wasn't supplementing, an education. <laughs> right, exactly. Which most people, even the people in the cult, recognize. You can go back and most listen to our episodes on the wisdom booklets. Right. It's not an education. And 
Any parent it's with not. half an education of their own, even a you know eighth grade of education, would know that this isn't even teaching reading and writing and basic arithmetic. Right. So I'm sorry, but you got to start. You got to have something else. You just got to have something unless right. you can just teach it yourself. But most parents don't know right. where to start. They're just parents. They're not teachers. So. Right. So most of them are supplementing with Rebecca and Bob Jones. Yep. So there's, again, some sort of Mm -hmm. intermingling um, between all of them. But that brings us to the actual trailer for the trailer for this this documentary. documentary. So, yeah, we're. So, can we. Do you want to watch it? Can we start? Well, sure. Let's go ahead. You want to watch it? Yeah. Okay, ready? Five, four, three. World domination was the goal. If you have not gone through the basic seminar, I highly recommend it. IBLP. 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 The IBLP teachings aren't Christianity. There's something entirely different. We have for every one of you the answer. Thank you for agreeing to talk to us. There's a story that's going to be told, and I would rather be the one telling it. TLC created a PR show for Gothard's teachings. You've probably heard of the Duggar family. Everyone knew who the family was. We were part of IBLP as early as I can remember. The biggest feature of Bill Gothard's teachings is authority. Kids obey the parents, wives obey their husbands. Everyone obeys Bill Gothard. Gothard turned every father into a cult leader and every home into an island. I first read The Handmaid's Tale in college. I was like, this is my life. Homeschooling is kind of a linchpin of this whole project. The kids were not being well educated. Instead of learning math, you're learning slut shaving. The Institute raises little predators. Breaking news, a dark family secret is exposed. It's like the epitome of evil. Breaks my heart to think about the girls. Well, how deep do we go? Because that's a a rabbit hole. Mm. Man. This is much bigger than the Duggars. You give these kids training in political engagement. From there, you send them into the halls of Congress, into the White House as interns. They're playing the long game. What is going on here? Mm. The shiny, happy images is the sugar. We're all high on it. They were just deceiving us all. The real story is a much bigger one. Now is the time. did that trailer let me say they're not making enough money yeah i heard that the part of the production team did that uh documentary on amazon the lula rich right and so yeah they they cut their teeth on that i guess (laughs) they did a good which lula rich was done so so well. well i enjoyed it yeah it was very good I'm not a huge documentary watcher, but when I a good one comes along, I really enjoy it. Um, so yeah, that's hard to watch. And uh, the footage of uh, Michael Pearl with the spanking thing is quite heavy. That was the thing that got me. Mm-hmm. I every time it's none like of it visceral. Was, I know. N- at no point during the rest of it 
was I particularly triggered. I just kind of went through and was like, yep, 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 wow, yep. Mm-hmm. I, but I gotta say though that for just a second, even just Gothard just, on the screen though gave me a harder time than I thought he would. They got really good shots of his smirk and mm-hmm. his like self-importance and yeah it's a little much a little more than i expected i it was just amazing to me because as soon as michael pearl comes on and it's it's literally a second Mm -hmm. it's a split second if you blink you miss it Mm -hmm. if you blink you miss it and it's showing him spanking that a doll doll that he took with him everywhere it's like the size of a three-year-old Right, mm-hmm. and I've seen him speak in person, uh, I think twice, mm-hmm. and you know he's the reason that my parents started spanking me again at thirteen and kept spanking me until the summer I freaking turned twenty. Yeah, same, and same. that same. is the part that still hits hard. It really. Oh gosh, no pun intended. Because <laughs> it turns our parents yeah. from just. Yeah, run-of-the-mill evangelical moms and dads. Mm -hmm. Well, and even just spiritual and emotional abusers into physical abusers. Right. And that's that's a big line to cross. And negligibly sexual abusers, when you get to the point that you're a a teenager, there's a lot there. There's a lot of stuff that that comes up from that. That, um, yeah, Michael Pearl was... Not in ATI, he was adjacent and popular, and his books were sold at our events. Um, and I met him in a much smaller environment. I met him in a home. He was speaking at a home church, and I was there, and I met him in person. But my dad went to, when I was about, I want to say 17, 18, my dad went to a, some sort of homeschool conference and um michael pearl was giving that exact speech with the spanking and my dad walked out and he said i can't take it this is, this is i remember him coming home and being like i just couldn't stand in that room another minute yeah it was too much too far but yeah it's very it's all so it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> Is a lot to see your cult like that right mm-hmm. out front. Um, yeah, it's it's one thing to have it, you know, here and there um, as, you know, Heather Heath's book comes out or as, you know, mm-hmm. the different people on Facebook post about whatever or as TikTok you know, reels the, the, about it or whatever. Right. Like, but. When it comes into the mainstream news, which this is about the fourth time this has happened mm-hmm. now, it's impossible to escape. Yeah. You can't you can't go fill your gas tank and go into the the gas station store without seeing in touch or people or mm-hmm. something like that. And not just with pictures of the Duggars, but with pictures of Bill Gothard. Yeah. Or and or pictures of various curricula that he came up with over the years all of these different things it popped up in my news helped make your trauma like i have news alerts on my phone Mm -hmm. and i follow like people magazine or whatever and a a news alert popped up for this 
there's yep. the Duggar family is exposed in a new docuseries on Amazon, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is like total. It's so mainstream. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's, it's a lot. It's just a lot to process. I mean, I will be, you know, totally honest, like it, it's really vindicating and it feels good to know that this is getting oh, yeah. exposed and the people that are involved are friends of mine, dear, dear friends. I mean, obviously we've had Heather Heath oh, yeah. on this episode, right. on this uh, podcast. If you haven't heard her episode, you got to go listen to it. It's awesome. She was one of our we both first guests. Love her. Yeah. We just. Yes. On an individual level. Oh yeah. Like... She and I are great friends and I just think the world of her, she's involved and you know, many others that are good friends and um, that are coming to mind as well. And um, I'm just so proud of them for the work that they did, the extreme amount of just personal peril. I mean, this is not without risk. Going to these places in our memories, going to it and re pulling it all back up and retelling it for public consumption. It's massive. And yes, we do it here on this, this podcast. And Kathleen and I have have been through a lot in making this podcast. Mm -hmm. It has taken more out of us than we ever imagined. We started out, you know, with, with fear and trepidation. I mean, we walked into this carefully, we weren't cavalier about it. Both of us knew it was going to be hard. But what we ended up dredging up and having to process through counseling and therapy. I mean, obviously life threw us carvers in the meantime too, so it's not like this was it, but it's a lot. It's a lot yep. to do. And and yet we're willing to do it and our dear friends are willing to do it in this documentary and we're proud and honored to know them and to have held their stories before now. And yep. we are grateful to all of you who listen to us and keep coming back to, to our podcast and just sit and listen. I mean, just pro being willing to listen to our story is huge. And I don't know how to say that other than to just say that we are really grateful to you guys and, and are just honored that you came along yep. with us. We will be right back with more of our discussion in just a moment. What is it you want me to reconcile myself to? I was born here almost 60 years ago. I'm not going to live another 60 years. You always told me it takes time. It has taken my father's time, my mother's time, my uncle's time, my brother's and my sister's time, my nieces and my nephew's time. How much time do you want for your progress? hate black people. Things are going to get worse before they get better. What is presented to me as an American does not look like me. Because you're not allowed to be a black man in corporate America. You give us a hard time for being white and being American and being in control. And when you live under a situation like that constantly, uh, and then you ask me, you know, whether I approve of violence, I mean, that just doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening right now. And you know what? We need a space where we can debrief some of it and deconstruct. 
If you've been looking for a POC-centered podcast that engages with intersectionality, religion, critical race theory, and some hip-hop culture, then you need to check out Profane Faith. I'll be your host, Daniel Whitehodge, and we go in every other week. So check us out wherever you find your podcasts or check us out at whitehodgepodcasts.com to see what other platforms we're on. Cool? All right. Peace. Hey, everyone. I'm Nate from the Full Mutuality Podcast. I wanted to take a moment to say thank you for tuning into this show. We're so grateful that you've decided to spend your time with us. Seriously, Dan, Gail, Jessica, Kathleen, Scott, and the rest of us here at the Dauntless Media Collective couldn't produce content like the show you're listening to without your support. I'd also like to invite you even further into the conversation. Right now, there are some great discussions happening over in the Dauntless Media Collective Discord server. If you're interested in chatting with other folks who are deconstructing and decolonizing the oppressive traditions that they came from, please feel free to hop on into the server. If you don't know what Discord is, it's a place where communities can gather online for chatting on a wide variety of topics. In our Discord server, we have channels devoted to general deconstruction conversations, some meme sharing, therapeutic venting about whatever religious bullshit you're currently dealing with, and even a channel specifically devoted to talking about the latest episodes of the podcast you're listening to right now. I hope you'll join us. You can log in directly to the Dauntless server by clicking the link in the show notes or heading to dauntless.fm and clicking the link in the top banner. See you there. We do also really like it when we get messages saying, is the podcast over? Are you doing more episodes? Because that shows that you care. It means a lot. We've gotten some great messages. And we are working on new content. Dauntless is thriving. If you haven't been over to dauntless.fm to check out the other podcasts that have joined us since we launched Dauntless with just Full Mutuality and uh, us. And us, yeah. It is so exciting what's happening over there. And there is so many fun conversations happening on our Discord server. If you are not in that discord server please do go check it out yes dauntless media collective it is a really happening place and some cool conversations going on there and we just love our dauntless team it has really become a special special place for us so we're still involved we're still here um we've got more content coming so what our plan is we're going to we're going to release this episode and you guys can know that we are aware there is a docu series dropping right. about our cult and we are on it. In fact, we are. we're going to watch it and we're going to record an episode for each episode of the docu series. I think there's like right. 4 or 5 episodes, four. 4 episodes that are dropping on June 2nd and we're going to watch them and we are going to record our reactions to that and we will bring it to you. So if you're curious yep. how all this is hitting us, which things we remember, what it's bringing up for us, more behind the scenes of what they're talking about. If you're watching the series and you're like, wait, 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 what is this? I don't understand that. We got you. 
this is where you need to yes. come because we're gonna we're gonna like clarify everything we're gonna explain the background behind the stuff that you you wouldn't necessarily grasp uh, right. if you're not a part of ATI or weren't in the eras that we were so you gotta right. check we'll- this out We'll throw in timestamps and stuff like that, mm-hmm. too, so that if you're not sure what we're talking about, you can go right to it. Yep. Um, and we may, no promises, but we we may end up having some YouTube or TikTok yes. clips because we're, we're planning work on, on, we're planning on watching it together and recording. I mean, obviously, Jess is in Texas and I'm in Ohio, but... We're so planning together. on setting up right <laughs> in air setting quotes. up our video cameras and yeah. videoing our reactions. I I was really so. bummed after I watched the trailer and I I went to message back my friend who had sent it to me and I was just I I I realized that it hit me so much harder than I expected and I, you know I I was yeah. excited about this but like I didn't know the feelings that were going to come up right. and I really wished I had just recorded my face while I watched it and been mm-hmm. able to process afterwards what I saw on my face because I couldn't come up with words like I literally wrote him back I don't yeah. have words and I don't know why I can't respond to this adequately uh, there's just so many feelings right. all jumbled up and each scene right. has husband, different things and yes whew. my husband and I watched it together because I like ran into the living room which is where he works he was like what and I was like I, hold on I show you something and so I brought it up and he was like oh and I played it and he said that I had pretty much the same expression on my face the whole time, except when Michael Pearl came on the screen. Mm -hmm. And when afterwards, when I said, okay, the only real visceral reaction I had was that guy. He was like the guy who was spanking the doll. He cut me off and I was like, Mm -hmm. yep. And he said, yeah, that's, that's not surprising, but he's like, you, you flinched. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I did too. That just would have been interesting to get that. I think on there were so many different camera. emotions on my face, though, like micro emotions. I just kind of wish I'd had like right, right there. So I kind of want to do that. I want to set cameras up because I think it will give me more insight later because I can go back and watch it and just sure. kind of get an idea of what's going on. We may put some of that that footage in our Patreon because we haven't used our Patreon as much. And oh my gosh. We could do. We've been terrible. I know, and we, we can do that, and we can provide that on Patreon, and then people can kind of watch that stuff. So, right. um, but there will be clips, and there will be TikToks. We're gonna work on it. I have my Go Forth Boldly TikTok account that I'm not using much. So, um, and I have one as well, which I will. I can't remember the exact handle. <laughs> Isn't um, it called? Um, Kit has EDS, like Kit underscore has underscore EDS. I think that's what so, it is. I talk mostly about my journey with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, but I have talked a little bit about mm-hmm. um, my life as a cult survivor as well. So yeah. So we will tackle more of that stuff. We're excited. Um, the launch again, uh, or the drop 
the episodes drop on June 2nd. So mm-hmm. watch for that. Um, run over to Amazon Prime and check out the documentary if you haven't already. Um, the trailer for the documentary. You can, you know, just hit the add to my watch list and you can add it so that it's ready to go when it drops. You don't have to go looking for it. Shiny Happy People. Yep. Duggar Family Secrets on Amazon Prime. Can we talk for half a second about the title? Yes, please do. So, yeah. It comes from a B52 song called Shiny Happy People. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know that at first cuz I'm not the biggest fan of B52. So I'm not saying they're bad. I just am not the big like I don't even know who know. they are, so. Um, <laughs> okay. That's how bad I am. Really? You've watched Gilmore Girls. There's a whole bit on that. Oh, anyway. yeah. I just um, wouldn't, wouldn't <laughs> connect those dots, you know? Okay. Um, I've watched Gilmore Girls through about 30 times. Right. So, um, you and Trina, anyway, my daughter. <laughs> right. So um, as soon as I saw it, you know, I didn't know that it was a song title, but I was just like, that is the perfect title it Mm. could not Mm. have been more perfect because that's what we were supposed to be Mm. is we're literally supposed to radiate like god's truth i don't even want to say god's love because not really really. but the like the fruit of walking in god's righteousness so to speak we were supposed to we were a walking pr campaign Right, we're supposed to have a radiant countenance. And so we were literally supposed to be shiny, and we were supposed to be happy. Mm -hmm. Like, we were supposed to be smiling all of the time. We've talked before about how there were specific kinds of smiles in ATI that we were expected to have. And there were specific rules about you're supposed to smile for three seconds after you pass somebody Mm -hmm. that was an actual rule and there are actual reasons laid out for said rule Mm -hmm. we were supposed to radiate happiness Mm -hmm. and we were supposed to radiate the happiness shining and whatever of god's countenance part of our ministry was supposed to be part of our ministry yeah and so the consequences of that are very far reaching. The the oh, yeah. impact when you're in so young as I was it's just immeasurable. And at such a pivotal point in your life, mm-hmm. which I was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. I wasn't necessarily raised in it, but I was dropped in it when I was thirteen and dear God, do we want to talk about all of the changes? psychologically that are taking place in your life at 13 i know yeah 13 to 22 for any that random age age they wanted they recruited for the they looked for families with kids that age because that was gothard's ideal age straight up i had a therapist i had a therapist once say that that for brainwashing and mental conditioning they could not have picked mm-hmm. a better, more impactful nine years of my life. Yep. For, like, for sure. speaking, yep. it's not possible mm-hmm. to have picked a better nine years. Yep. And that's exactly when I was dropped in. 
hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, it's a lot. Um, we are excited. I mean, in, in, in a really poignant way, (laughs) I don't know what other way to describe it. We're excited. We're looking forward to watching it. And I know you'll enjoy it as our listeners. It will definitely provide more context for all of the things we've been describing. So if you're cold, you know, you're just coming into this recommended by a friend or you have found us through looking through true crime or cult podcasts and you found us and you're like, I've been fascinated by all of this, but I don't know what I'm looking at. This is going to be it. This is your moment to see what, to actually see it all. And, um, and we'll be here to talk about how it's impacting us, how it's hitting us. And we're so excited to do this with you. We have missed you guys a lot. Absolutely. And we've picked up new listeners that we haven't really, I don't feel like we've adequately interacted with. Right. We've had a lot of, we had a, like a spike, um, last fall into early this year that we didn't expect but and we will eventually address why we've been gone and all of that but just know like we wouldn't have been gone if we didn't have to be we've had some real traumas and real um serious things that have needed taken care of and Mm -hmm. they're we're we're on the upside of those yep. at this point but yep. just know that it's there there was a time there where both Jess and I were in the weeds at the same time yeah. and whoo that's a story mm-hmm. so we're just grateful to be still here still yep. still kicking doing well we're still kicking doing well now yep. um proud of the work that we've done both of us have done a lot of hard work that we're really proud oh, of yeah. and um you know just ready for the next stage of our lives and ready for the next stage of podcasting that we are both of us are eyeing with great excitement and enthusiasm so we're excited to have you guys come along for this viewing of shiny happy people dropping june second so come along with us we're looking forward to having you and i think that's gonna wrap us up for today sounds good all right we have been so honored to reconnect with all of you and we will see you next time on leaving the village bye bye And that wraps up another episode of Leaving the Village. If you haven't already, hit subscribe so you get our episodes as soon as they drop. Also, check out our social media pages at Leaving the Village Pod on Instagram as well as Facebook. We will post behind-the-scenes photos, links to more information, and sneak peeks at upcoming guests. Message us with your stories and you might be featured on a future episode. Also, if you love the show, rate and comment on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps a lot. Speaking of helping us, just listening and sharing our podcast with others is the best way you can support us. But if you want to do more, we also have a Patreon where you can contribute financially. It all helps us keep bringing Leaving the Village to you. 
Our show is written and produced by me, Jessica Goforth, and Kathleen Reynolds. Music by Les FM from Pixabay. Cover art by Nate Nackow. Special thanks to our families who are so supportive of this show and to you, our fans. Thank you so much and see you next time on Leaving the Village. This is a Dauntless Media Collective podcast. Visit dauntless.fm for more content.